ask the question, people. G'day. Hey there. Hello. I love that guy. I love that Please guy. Please leave a message after the tone. Answer me this. Here's one for you. I have a question. I bet you can't answer this one. What the hell is going on with these idiots? Ask the question. 0274, the DRS on WhatsApp. 2.20 the time is. Wet and forget $250 worth of their glorious products to give away before 3 o'clock. We play a little game called Game, Set and Match. Three questions about just about sport that's been on the show this afternoon. And if you answer question number three correctly, you win it. We'll do that in about 20, 25 minutes or so. Roll them. Yeah, hey Martin, uh, Laura here. Uh, I'm just wondering, uh, the New Zealand cricketers that have gone over uh, to play in the IPL, um, the charter flight that's coming back, uh, to New Zealand, who's paying for that and uh, who should be paying for that? Love to know your thoughts. Thank you, Laura. It has been paid for by those franchise sides. I, I'm not sure whether all of them have been as generous as those which have chartered the planes, but from what we understand, I think it was KK, I think the Knight Riders won. Mumbai, actually, Mumbai Indians must be one because David White, CEO of NZC, said that to us that the Mumbai flight. Yeah, so they're paying for them. Um, <clears throat> so I suppose. Your question was about whether New Zealand cricket would, would, would fork out or whatever. No, no, all covered by that side. G'day, Marty. Rabbo here, mate. Super Rugby AU final tonight. Who have you got? Reds and Brumbies. My question is, how do you reckon the Aussie teams are going to go against the New Zealand teams and the Trans-Tasman, provided the competition goes ahead? I'm going Reds tonight, mate, only because... And also because of what Mato has said... And he has been maintaining all year that they are the best team. I think they're going to surprise us. And I and I say that the Trans-Tasman sides because last year we had Super Rugby Aotearoa and then we went into that first Bledisloe Cup test and just thought, we're going to wipe the floor with this lot. And what happened in Wellington? They were a penalty kick away from one of the biggest international rugby upsets in years. So I... I I, I'm, I'm a little weary. I'm not sure that... Well, actually, I will say, none of their sides are as good as the Crusaders if the Crusaders play like the Crusaders. But I I think that they will probably win a couple more games than what most of us, say, weeks ago, might have expected them to win. Hi there, Martin. Gilly here. Can you tell me who you think the, the, the first or the top three first fives in the country are at the moment? And is Damien McKenzie one of them? Love your thoughts on that, Marty. First five in the country. Okay, define that says they have to be here playing. So Richie Mwanga at the moment. Richie Mwanga. And then I would probably go for Richie Mwanga and then wait for Bowden to come back and then basically I'd put him alongside and those two will contest the starting position. Damien will be off the bench potentially covering 10, but if Bowden plays, there's no need, and fullback. I think we're light in that position. And when I watched Joshuani screw a, a dropkick, he could have spat over it in the hind, and or Teddy Black. I mean, these guys are... I don't want to be too critical, but they're not international class. It's as simple as that. Maybe, maybe they will get there one day, but one day, whatever. What we need right now is our best players, and the two best players are Mawanga and Barrett, and both of them will be in that squad. Yeah, I, think, I think that Joshuani and um, Oteri Black probably played them their way out of it in a lot of ways. Like they, at the start of the Super Rugby Comp, people were talking about them as the well, next only because, the only because there was no other one. But they've, they've had such a shocking well, comp. They, both they, they've just have. been average for the last two. So I think them. Mitch Hunt's probably the next one. But Damien McKenzie, regardless of how well Black or uh, Ioane played, 
is you can't not pick him. No, like it goes Mwanga, Barrett, and it's been it's been confirmed, and we, we we had that confirmed. We talked to Brodie Retallick today. That Brodie Retallick and Bowden are coming back, and they're in that first All Black squad, and they have to be, and be silly not to. One more question before we go to the break and come back with Nigel Yeldon and Brian Ashby and look big time at Addington tonight in the Super Rugby final. Talking to Martin Gillingham just before two o'clock and we ran out of time and as we went into the news here, he said, hold the phone, Marty, I've got one more question for you. And his response to this, I'm gobsmacked at his response to this. I asked him about seeing, seeing he has been an Olympic athlete for his thoughts about Laurel Hubbard becoming potentially the first transgender athlete to perform at, play at the Olympics. And I was asked about this by Heather the other day on air. And it's probably the first time I think ever on air I have backed away from answering something and said, look, I just don't really want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it because I don't want anything I have to say be misconstrued and taken out of context because I have full respect for Laurel and her family and her friends and everything else. And, and you know, you, you're, talking, you're talking about something quite intimate and personal here. And, and But my view on it, and just in, purely in terms of the sport, is I don't like it. I don't like it. But I asked Marty about that, Martin Gillingham, because I thought, okay, just give me a your view. You know, I'm, I don't know if I can articulate why I don't like it. Hopefully he could, and he did. Hey, look, I, I'll tell you what, I shall let you in on not a secret here, because it's quite well known in this part of the world. Something I've got quite strong feelings about, because I've got one sister, I've only got one direct blood relative who's still alive at the moment and she she, she was actually born would you believe intersex like and, um and like a semenya yeah yeah correct absolutely like custer semenya um i mean obviously a bit different didn't have quite the same natural sporting talent but it's something that i've had long long discussions with my sister about and i think these two matters the intersex bit and the transgender debate do get mixed up and they're very very different because for instance martina navratilova has been quite outspoken but also very articulate on this matter and she's made it quite clear that she had a lot of sympathy for custer semenya and feels that she should be allowed to run however those women as they identify themselves and are now who have were previously men it's a very different debate because there are time and time again there are examples of how relatively modestly able male athletes whatever the olympic sport it is have transitioned and become world record breaking women and i'm afraid the history of it does rather speak for itself in that respect so although it's not in my nature to in any way be seen to discriminate against anyone i'm afraid this is one area where action has to be taken because i do feel that female sport when it comes to transgender sports people are concerned there are too many examples of how it is impacting upon the sport at the at the elite level drs 